Yo, if you're a real fan of hip-hop culture, then listen up because we got some news for you. Hip-Hop Confessions Podcast, hosted by me, Mad Skills, is teaming up with the Questions Hip-Hop Trivia for a live podcast and trivia game experience called Questions and Confessions. It's the ultimate hip-hop learning experience. Come through and kick it with me and my homie Sean Kantrowitz, the creator of the game, as we interview special guests from your city and get their hip-hop confession, and then we let the audience go head-to-head with hip-hop trivia for a chance to win some really dope prizes. It's a perfect night curated for the real fans of the culture. Sunday, March 26th, we'll be in Washington, D.C. at the National Hip-Hop Museum. Monday, March 27th, we'll be at Punchline Comedy Club in Philly. Tuesday, March 28th, join us in Virginia Beach at the Beach House 757. And Wednesday, March 29th, our final stop is my hometown, Richmond, Virginia, at the Park RVA. If you love hip-hop culture, you really don't want to miss this exclusive event. Go to the link in my Instagram bio for tickets, at SkillsVA. Hope to see you there. My name's Shaquan, but a lot of people know me by my other name, Mad Skills. I'm an MC. My name's Mad Skills. Paris, I'm a DJ. Oh, yeah. I'm a ghostwriter for some of your favorite rappers. I'm not about to tell you who, though. But most importantly, I'm a hip-hop enthusiast. Hip-Hop Confessions is raw, unfiltered conversations with my friends revealing things that they didn't like, never knew about, I don't know, or never got into about hip-hop culture. So sit back. Oh, come on, y'all. I'll turn up the volume. Hip-hop. And listen to Hip-Hop Confessions. Because everybody's got one. Here's a little story that must be told. And it goes a little something like this. What's up, world? This is your boy, Mad Skills. We are back 2023. Y'all already know what it is. If I ain't tell you Happy New Year last time, I'm going to tell you again. It's still it's still fresh to me. The new year is still fresh. Happy New Year. But right about now, we are doing hip-hop confessions. This is my podcast where I bring in my friends, my homies, industry veterans, DJs, MCs, producers, anybody that's got something to do with the hip-hop culture and just the, just black music in general, man, and I get them to admit something or tell a story about something they've never told anybody. And over here in these parts, we like to call that a hip-hop confession. With me today, I have one of the greatest coming out of the BX. I'm a fan of this man. I've been a fan of this man since I first heard him. The fact that I got him on here, I'm I'm bucking. You know what I mean? I got him in the building. I finally tracked him down. Listen, digging in the crates, you know what I mean? The BX. I got the great Diamond D in the building. What's good, bro? Yeah, yeah. What's good, Skills? All right. Oh, Oh, man. Good to see you. Oh, man. Listen, bro, just just hearing your voice. As soon as I hear your voice, I start thinking about all the rhymes. You know what I'm saying? All the stuff that I heard you say back in the day, man. It's so good to see you, man. How you been? Uh, I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, just here doing my thing still. Yeah. 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 All right. Oh, man. So so from the Bronx. Yes, sir. One of, one of, one of the illest boroughs for rappers. Y'all mm-hmm. y'all have. The birthplace. Yeah, the birthplace. You can't, you right. can't take away from the Mecca, man. When, when you, you know, when you think about New York hip hop, you can't. It started in the Bronx. You know what I'm saying? That's right. That's right. So what, what, so. You know, most of us, you know, a lot of the younger kids, I teach a class and a lot of the younger kids, when they look at the documentaries and the wild styles and the uh, things that they watch now, because they might not even go back to like the beach streets and all of that. Right, they always no think about the Bronx and how, um, you know, the, when, it, when it started burning, when people was like, the Bronx is on fire. Uh-huh. And um, and y'all had a blackout. Yeah. Where, how, how long was that? Do you remember that blackout? 
I was like maybe like seven years old. So okay. you know, I, I, I remember it, but you know, I wasn't like outside in the streets and all that. Right, right, of course, yeah, of yeah. course. You know what I'm yeah, saying? But, yeah, but, I definitely remember it. You know, because yeah. of the you know, the 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 situation that happened was the Bronx had a blackout and well, New York just, City. New York New City. York City had a blackout. Right, right. And people in the Bronx just started looting and running up in stores and grabbing right. TVs and anything they could get their hands on. And a lot of people already knew what they wanted. They wanted stereo equipment. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's the story, yeah. Yeah, so when people was running in these buildings, they was getting mixers and turntables, and then maybe like a week later, everybody had stereo equipment. (laughs) So so now people were able to go outside and had a block jams like Herc and Flash and Bam, and it was more of that popping up. Because uh-huh. it was like we ain't had to pay for this shit. We got this shit on the, yeah. you know what I mean, on on the, yeah. you know what I mean, yeah, so, right, right, right. So being from the Bronx, man, like who are some of your heroes that got you started in the hip hop? Oh man, um, well I didn't know them, but like just from from the cassette tapes back mm-hmm. then, I was a big um, Cold Crush Four fan. Yeah, always, yes. You know, of course, you know, um, of course, from Sugar Hill. Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, uh, Treacherous Three, you know, that whole that whole first wave. Yeah, man. Um, like the yeah, the, you know, the the real pioneers of this shit. You know right, what I'm saying? Real, like um, real ones. You know, you know they, they they put in a lot of work for this shit. Yeah, man. You know, I, yeah. I, I tell you, listen, bro, anytime I'm around, you know what I'm saying, and I run into you know, Kaz or, or Mel. Right, it's nothing but homage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's nothing but yet. homage to the to the to the. Because without without them, we wouldn't have this shit, bro. You're right. You're right. You know what I'm saying? We wouldn't have this shit at all. So, yeah. So you know, I I know you came into your own as an MC later, but you started really on like as a producer. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, we I started you... that. I started as a DJ first. Okay. Okay. You know, like most producers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, not all, but I would say about eighty five percent of producers were DJs at one time. Right. You know, because that's where you learn the whole concept of blending and mixing, which is similar to production. You just but instead of mixing, you just just layering tracks. Right. As you would know. But uh yeah, I started up as a DJ actually. So you had you had the whole all the turntables, the mixer, all of that. You know what I'm I saying? Had all, like, yeah, I had all of that. You know, I, I, I at some point my mom broke down and bought me some equipment. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> As we all had to beg our parents, you know what I mean, to right. get them good grades and whatnot. So when yeah. you when you started in the production, what were, what were your first pieces of equipment? Do you remember what you was rocking first? Yeah, of course. Um, I had the Alesis HR16 mm. yep. sequencer. And I would link that up to my Akai 900. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, I remember uh, I knew I knew how to work the sequencer, but actually, well, actually watching watching Jazzy J was my mentor. Yeah, I was I was signed to his label, with Strong City Records. Okay, you know, I really learned you know the nuts and bolts of production from from Jazzy J. Yeah, but. To stay up, but to answer your question, my first piece of equipment was the Elise's HR16 mm-hmm. and the Akai 950 sampler. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. It, it, it's funny, you know, when we think back to those 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 pieces of equipment that 
you know, they came from Germany and the UK and wherever they was getting made from. They probably yeah. never, you know, they never thought that we would we would end up creating what we created with those pieces right. of equipment. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because exactly. I tell yeah, I tell people all the time, like, you know, if we was in school, it wasn't, you know, if you wasn't in band or choir, you know what I'm right. saying? We was playing playing sports, we was playing ball, football, yeah. basketball, yes. baseball. Yes. You know what I mean? So when we came home, like all we had was our parents' records. Yeah, you're right. You know yep. what I'm saying? And that was our, you know, from listening to what our parents played, that was our avenues into the James Browns and the Earth, Wind and & Fires and the Isley right. Brothers. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, all that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. It's funny because, you know, we ended up sampling all of that music and turning it into ours. And right. like, you know, like Kaz always say, like, hip-hop didn't invent nothing. It just reinvented Re everything. everything, yeah. Definitely. You know yeah. So, so so you was you was you was on your DJ tip. Jazzy J was your mentor. Shout Jazzy J, BX yes. legend, you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes sir. Um, and when when did you realize that you had the the knack to even start rhyming? You know, being around uh Lord Finesse when, yes. when he made his first album, you know me. Return to the funky man. Right, right. Not not um the funky man. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Finesse uh, is probably one of my, you know, one of my 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 definite great influences just from the punchlines alone. Like he was, right? He was yeah. him and him and Kane was very right, right, very yeah, instrumental. Yeah. Without love, finesse and Kane, there there could be no mass skill. <laughs> right? Yeah, Ness, Ness is like he's like right after Kane. Yeah, yeah. You know, so but, you heard Ness, you heard yeah, Ness. So and Ness well, was, being around Ness and being around Grand Poobah. Those two, mm. I mean, you know, my first love, you know, even still is it, 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 production, but I knew just from being around them two and, and writing a little bit on the side or whatever mm -hmm. that I had, you know, I had the capability to do it if, if I really wanted to, you know, to pursue it like that. You know what and, I mean? And, and I know, you know, Ness is a good friend of the show. Like, that's the homie. Yeah. I've never, I don't think I've ever met Poobah. You know what I'm saying? In all my years, I've seen him perform. I've seen Brand right. Newbie in the course, but I never really like met him or kicked it with him. Like, what was Poobah right. like outside of a, a MC? You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, oh, Poobah, you know, um, you know, fly dude. Yeah. Oh, you know, yo, he had the dapper dance shit and all that. You know, and um, by the time I met Poobah, he was already on his feet, so to say. He was in a group. Uh, for those who remember, he was in that group called the Masters of Ceremony. Uh huh. And they had that big song, Sexy. Yep. With your man, Don Barry. Yeah, yeah. Grandpa, you know, Bob, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, you know, when I met when I met Poobah, he was already, he was already on his moving. feet. Right. And I was released on Strong City Records. And oh, I actually, that was on Jazzy J's label. Right. Never knew that. Yeah. Wow. And before that, they had a song called Cracked Out. Remember that? Yeah, I but, used to hear that. but sexy was the biggest of the two. Yes, yes. And um, you know, I eventually came under that umbrella, mm -hmm. so I, I was able to be around Poba from around that time to him leaving Masters of Ceremonies to him starting the brand newbie. Right, you know what I mean. So um, yeah, shit just rubbed off on me. Yeah, we had we had uh we had Sadat on the show. Not too long ago. That's good right. Brother. That's right. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a good good friend of the show, man. I love that. I always that yeah. I always tell that like, man, your voice and your patterns. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. It was yeah. always ill. Like anytime I heard you, I always knew it was you. 
Yeah, he so, always stood out. Yeah. So you was up under that camp with Jazzy J, you know what I'm saying? And, and right. just being around those people and you kind of got the knack for it then, but you was already looping up your beats and yeah, your samples yeah. or whatever. Because mm-hmm. the thing about you is, as a producer, I've always said this, man, you always found the best samples to rap over. Like, right. you would find samples that it didn't, it didn't need a lot under them to make them jam. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even though, you know how some people get samples and and, and just be like, I'm going to add this, I'm going to fill to this, I'm going to add right. this. Like, right, you, right. Knew, you knew when you had something, you was like, it don't really need much else. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's going right. to breathe. Let it breathe. I, yeah. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna jam it up with a bunch of shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and you know, you, you know where that came from. Um, Daylight's album, mm. Deference album, the first Jungle Brothers album. Yep. The first Tribe album. Yeah. So, you know, from those three albums, I learned that you don't really have to overproduce something. Mm-hmm. You gotta just have the right samples to make it stand out and make it special. Right. You know what I mean? But those three albums specifically kind of helped um, mold my production here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and so so you're moving into, you know, you're moving into production. You got your, you rhyming now. You know what I'm saying? And the first time I hear of you mm-hmm. was on a Tribe album. Mm, that's right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? You, you, and you on a track with you know what I mean? With Tribe and and, and Brand New. Like, how right. did that even happen? Like, I need the backstory. Yeah. Because, you know, they queens, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, and Brand New is, is Mount Vernon, and right. you in the right. Bronx. But the connection was the Zulu Nation. Mm. You know, okay. um, Tip was down with Zulu. Yes. You know, so I would see him at Jazzy J's studio. Got you. You know, and also Poobah, Zulu Nation. Yeah, already. So he, so he brought the brand Nubians around Jazzy J Studio. So okay. that was the so that was the connection. Damn. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was the connection. And you know, I, I you know I gotta I gotta give Q Tip, uh, Mad Love for even throwing me the lob like that because he knew I had an album coming out, and the only thing he had heard from me was. What I had did in that group, The Ultimate Force, we had a song called I'm Not Playing. Uh-huh. And Tip loved that song. But just the fact that he allowed me to get on his album, you know what I mean? With the, and the backstory behind that skills was, Poobah was on that song. On show business? Yeah, at first. You know, wow, he, I never knew that. He said something slick about the LGBT. Which, if you were a five percenter, you already you, knew this, Dan. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, right, and, and, right. So, and Jive Records said, you know, we 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 want pull by to stay on the joint. He gotta just change his change his verse or change some lines. Right. As hot as Poolbar was in '92, you ain't telling him shit, man. He ain't <laughs> on there. <laughs> <laughs> so I go down there to play beats for Tip. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go down there. You know, I'm cocky. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna go down there and play some some beef for tribe. So while I'm down there, he picks out one, and then he says, "Yo, you know, I know you got a, I know you got an album situation. You want to be on the joint?" 
was like, hell yeah. <laughs> shit. Oh, and and shit. also, you know, uh, uh, Lord Jamal and Sadat X, they wanted to be on the project. And you wow. know they didn't want pool. They didn't want pool bars, um, thing to interfere with them being on it. Right. So they made it known to uh, Tip, like, "Yo, we still want to be on the joint." You know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's how that shit came together. Damn, I never. That's crazy. I never yeah. knew that. That's right. Now so you Jive, know, bro. the record could Barry Weiss and in them. Yeah. Wanted him to change change yep. his line, and and he was like, "Yeah, now nah, I'm cool." Just like or Puck's Jeb Buck. So that shit, right. so that changed that line. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm not gonna yeah, repeat yeah. it. Right. Hey. But damn it, and it is it's so okay. crazy. It's so crazy how some of the shit we said back in the day, they they cancel you over it now. And it's still we still have freedom of speech and we still have the right to say how we feel, but it's like now it offends. You know what I mean? You see, right. I, you get to see who you offended <laughs> now. We didn't really get yeah. to see that. We said some slick shit at Stretching Bobbito or on the right. B side. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We didn't see who it offended. We right. open our we open our phones today, and it's like you like, goddamn, I offended. Damn, the whole community of whoop de whoop de whoop. Right, right. right. It's like they on my head. They try to get me out of here. Yep. Yeah, back then I could see Pooh Bob. I could see Pooh Bob being like, "Man, fuck that shit." Right, you know, because you know, the, you know, the brand new beat album is out. Yeah, you know, and, so you know, how we what? how we feel about that is already been stated. That's 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 why they were asked to be on the Tribe album because the Newbies had that big wave. Yeah, you know, step to the rear, slow down. Yeah, one of those big songs, and you know, they you know they. They were five percenters, and and we all know how five percenters feel. Yep, about certain things, and um, yeah, he definitely he he said some slick shit, and Job was like, you know, hey, we 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 want him on there, but he got to change it up, and Poobah hey. was like, oh no, I ain't changing nothing. <laughs> Classic <laughs> Grand Poobah. Yes, I would sir. expect that from Grand Poobah. Now, yeah. now, like I said, that was the first time. I heard you, and and I got a confession. I'm I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring that back around after okay. yours. But mm-hmm. mine is tied into to that moment because you know I was a, you know I was discovered by Q-Tip, so I was a Tribe fan when Lord Dirt know that. came out. Yeah, I got discovered by Q-Tip, Jack the Rapper. Like, like, in I, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. I just yeah, popped, just popped up. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, so, yo, this nigga's nice. <laughs> So when I heard when I heard uh, low in theory, man, it changed my life. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like uh, just, just, just the record. I remember hearing the. I remember hearing excursions. First of all, people's indistinctives. I was already a fan, but neither can I kick it. All of that because I identified yes. with them. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't what, no hardcore. What about their, did, did, did their first album resonate with you, or, 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 or the second one? No, no. The first one resonated with me. The second one was just put together so well. Yes. Yes. As soon as I heard the baseline for excursions, yeah, I lost my shit. Yeah. Back yeah, in the yeah. days when I was a yeah. teenager, teenager, I was done. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah, done. Yeah, I was yeah. done. So. So 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 Tip knew that you was working on your album, and right. that album turned out to be, which Stunts, is we, Bloods and Hip Hop. Stunts, Bloods and Hip Hop. We are now celebrating the thirty year anniversary, crazy, of <laughs> of Stunts, Bloods and Hip Hop. So mm. that album, man, listen, when you drop that shit, uh. and between, uh, 
that freestyle, that's that shit. Right. And Sally had a one-track mind. Uh -huh. The world is now like, who the fuck is Diamond D? Right. You know what I mean? But but it was never a question because <laughs> every time you was in a song, you always said where you was from. You always right. said your projects. Like it right. was never a question, like, yo, where he from? Who who is he? Right. You would say right. your name, right? Where you was from, and and like your hood and yeah. what you was rapping. You know what I'm saying? Well, like well. And that was that was always a thing. I, I always noticed in your records and it always stuck with me, like, yo. If you ever get a guest verse on, let's say if anybody ever call you and put you on a record, make sure you say your name, where you from, and your, and your crew. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know like, what? yeah, indirectly, I, 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 I can, I can see, I can see why you said that. But yeah, it, it, it wasn't done. It wasn't thrown out. It was just right. That's just know. the way I rhyme. Yeah, yeah. At that point, no doubt. So stunts, blunts, and hip hop, man. What, what yes, was sir. in your mind? When you you so you you know you you got a deal you know you about to come out you, right. you got a feature on a fucking tribe called Quest album which is huge Crazy. at the fucking time you running with Hell brand yeah. Nubian Hell so yeah. when you when you going into the studio to create stunts blunts and hip hop what were you trying to say like what what did you want to say to the world how was you loading up your chamber then well like I said I was influenced by those three albums you know so I knew how I wanted to sound sonically. Mm -hmm. Also knew that I, I I had I had to have samples that nobody else touched. Mm. Okay. You know what I mean? And you did. No, no question. You did. No question. Um, like I said, you know, uh, Dela, Tribe, Jungle, the whole Native Tongue. You know, a lot of the records that they were using, I had already. So you I'm just, like, you okay, can't touch those. They already right. you can't do that. But it, but I knew that you know, I had enough joints that they didn't touch and I put those aside for my joint and um, yeah, everything just worked out, you know, and that, you know, actually the deal fell in my lap for Stubbs, Blunts and Hip Hop, how I really? got signed. Yeah. Um, quick story. I was actually uh, producing demos for artists they wanted to sign. The label was um, at that time PWL Chemistry. Mm -hmm. Ed OG and the Bulldogs was over there. Yeah. With, um, I got to have it. Yep. You know, this is like 92. So, you know, and and, I, and you remember that was a huge song for Ed OG. And that and, um, hey, yo, be a father. Be a it's father. Not to your father. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good guy, Ed. Yeah. But, um, I was, I was actually producing demos for this kid they wanted to sign. Mm -hmm. And I robbed on one of his joints. So, they call me down there. I'm like, all right, I'm going out of here. Give me a check for these motherfucking beats. <laughs> Shit. <something>. Right. <laughs> I'd get down there, and you know, at the time, it was Brian Shin. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Brian Shin was one of the um one of the one of the head guys over at uh I believe it was Profile. What, what label was um Special Ed on? Profile. Yes, profile. Okay, profile, yes, right. That was yeah. special ed. Right. Run DMC was over there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Profile. So, so Brian, he had made a name over there, and uh, so now he's over. He had this new label, Chemistry PWL, and he says, um, "You know, yo, we we really like the demos, but you know, uh, I I really like you." Oh wow. So I'm like, oh well, shit. What, no, what, what, what we what doing? We doing? You know. 
Something made him beast you want. <laughs> right. He's like, no. We not want the you. You know, I I like, you know, I I like their rhymes. So I'm like, oh, that's what's up. You know, it was just something to do for me. Right, right. You no, know, I was always in the studio, so I always had like hours to myself or whatever. So boom. So it says, Well, what we're gonna do is, you know, we'll give you a little bit of money and um you go do some demos and bring it back. Right. So I think I did like two songs and one of them was Best Kept Secret. Uh-huh. And when Brian Chen heard that, then he offered me a deal and, and I took it. Damn. Just like yep. that. Just like that. You know, and and I asked the dude because, you, know, na- you know, naturally, you know, I felt bad. Like, you know, the only reason I'm down here because I was doing you. Dude. Right. Right. So I asked him, I said, yo, you know, well, I could just be on the album with you, you know? And he was like, nah, nah, I'm good. I knew he really wasn't good, but he said, nah, nah, I'm good. That was my way of like, yo, you know, this way, if my shit take off, right, the you world come with will me. hear you. Right. You know what I mean? So, Damn, so he, he ain't want to. He ain't want to be in the psychotic neurotics. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, nah, he ain't want to <laughs> do that. You know what I mean, so I, all right, well, fuck it. You know, respect I, I, I got my respect. Hey, you know, I got fat. I, I got fat Joe with me, but nobody knows who who he is at this time. Wow. You know, the first time, time people heard Fat Joe was on Stuff Brunson Hip Hop. Yep. You know, he's he's on all them skits, snapping. He's on all the skits. Yep. And he appears on a song called. Um, past that shit. Mm-hmm. So I call past that shit. Uh, I think it's the first song on, on on the B side. Yeah, but um, yeah, man, you know, good memories. You know, I, you know, Q Tip. He gave me the bass line to the song Kiss. Uh, wow. Large, Large Crow gave me the record I sampled for. Um, yo, that's that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Forty Five King gave me the record I sampled for Check One Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Showbiz produced um, Step to Me. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, just, it just felt a family good. affair. You know, yeah. Right, right. You know what I mean? And you brought and all it, the homies, all the, everybody. Right. I like, I, like how, I, I like how when it was your time, everybody chipped in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that was, yep. that's something that, you know, I, I remember from back in the days, it was like if my man got on, like yo, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I, I want to bring my squad with me. Everybody no who was with me when we was broken, we ain't had no checks. Got to get a check, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like that's how I was with Clark Kent. Like Clark Kent did my demos for free. So when yeah, I got the word, album, okay. yeah. yeah. When I got when I when I got that when I got the deal, I was like, how the fuck I look not doing a a, a track with Clark Kent? Of course, ain't any hot anyway. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's not like I'm right. it's not like shit it's, is it's a, it's a no brain. It's a no brainer. You know, you know I mean? like, especially since he put in work for free. Facts. You know, to help me get on my feet. Yeah, man. I wish more kids adopted that same monster today. But yeah, mm. thirty years later, man, and and that great. album still stands up to one of the one of the great East Coast albums out of the nineties and that golden era, man. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I still, I, I did a podcast maybe during quarantine with uh, two of my homies, and we was talking about the greatest bass lines in hip hop. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And, and fucking Sally. Sally Sally was like my number two. Two, two okay. It was like my number three, right behind right. the choice is yours. Okay, yeah. And don't sweat the technique. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, okay. I'm, and I'm like, y'all niggas ain't got Sally on y'all list. And one nigga was like, oh shit. I, f-. I was like, yeah, bro. Like, fuck right, that baseline right, right. on Sally. Yeah. got one track, man. You gotta, you gotta remind niggas. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, bro, I, at, at the, at the, 
at the 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 joint we just did in Charlotte with Gene Brown beat them yeah. the night before. Me and Ness did a DJ set. Yeah, and I ran through it then. Okay. You know what I mean? like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm yeah, down. like I do this thing in my set where I play the best bass lines and okay, I, okay, all that shit. I, I, that's what's I still up. lay right. that shit, man. Yeah, so that yeah. album, man, definitely still stands the test of time, man. Yeah. And, and, and you know, and I love what you did there. 30 years later, you know what I'm saying, it still stands up as one of the greats, man. When, uh, real sure. quick, um, um, before, while we while we on the Stunts Blunts, um, what was your favorite song on that album, if you had one? Sally and um, uh, Best That's That Shit. Okay. You know no what I'm saying? Because those Everybody are the ones I saw the video answer. for. You know what I'm saying? I saw, I, like I said, I saw the video. It was no video for for um for show business. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't right. see you until right. And I'm like, oh, that's him. You so know what the first time you showed me, what, what what was that best kept secret? Yep. Okay. Yep. In the park. Yep. Yeah, rest in peace, Anthony Mason. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace, Ant, man. That's yep. crazy, man. So, so Sun Smuts and Hip Hop drops, and now you're moving around. You right. So you got an album out. Right. And we start learning about this crew that you in. You know what right. I'm saying? You, you've already been in, this crew has already been established, but right. we start learning it through Big L, yourself. Like right. you said, the first time we heard Fat Joe, Lord Finesse, and then we just start finding out, oh shit, like all these niggas is together. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck the show, like showbiz. Like, what the fuck? How did, how did Digging in the Crates even start? Because, yo, know, you know, we all live, like, within a three to four block radius. Let's okay. just start there. You know, we all we all knew each other prior to making records. Uh-huh. You know, we all we all, we all all were from the same projects and, and surrounding area. And then, you know, when we all found out that, you know, we all wanted to, wanted to pursue music, um, we didn't come by initially. It's like, yo, you know, I, you know, I... I know finesse, you know. I know finesse, right? You know his 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 album was already out, right? The Funky Technician, that's his mm-hmm. first album. Uh, me, Showbiz, and Premier, we, we produced that album. Mm-hmm. Um, Fat Joe, he wasn't robbing yet, but you know, but I, the hood I, knew who Fat yeah, Joe yeah, was, no doubt. You know, and um, same with Showbiz, right? Same as show, you know. Every everybody everybody was already known. Like like I said before, we was making records. We were already hanging out with each other. Dope. You know, you, motherfucker live a block or two away, and you know, y'all y'all already clicking on some friendship shit. Right. So um. So, but but basically, making all the story short, um, I had I knew Jazzy J, so everybody looked to me like. The point guy, right? You got the plug. That's that's the right. That's the OG. You know, I, I was, I was involved with everybody's first single. Mm-hmm. Um, Soul Clap, Showbiz and AG. Oh, that was my record. I love it. Uh, I did Flow Joe, mm-hmm. and I didn't do Lord Finesse's first single, but I did like five joints on his first album. I think Premier did five, and I think Show did like two. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wound up taking everybody over to Jazzy J's studio, and it just grew. It just it just grew from there, right? You know what I mean. And Buck Wild is my man. Like me and Buck Wild, like yeah. you know, Buck was on my first album. You know yeah, of course, I remember that. Buck, yeah, Buck. Buck yep. was probably those some of the most memorable yeah. sessions Buck, I ever had. Buck came like maybe uh, 
about two years later. Okay. Finesse brought him into the fold along with um Big L. Okay. You know what I mean? Um and, and then and, and then Buck brought in OC. Wow, okay. So that's that's how all of that came. I think they, they were on that source tour together. Were you on that tour with them? Nah, 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 nah. I was I was okay. still I was still okay. a little snot nosed kid trying to trying to okay. freestyle in VA, trying to get okay. on and shit. Okay. This but might yeah. be like 90, 94, 95. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was still Okay. I was probably about to get the deal. You know what right. I'm saying? I right. think I was yeah, I, I did the battle in ninety three. And then the year after that was when Q tip took me to Stretching Barbito. Uh, well, well, actually, no, nah, he didn't take me. Stretching Barbito was like, you could come up here, but you got to bring him with you. Oh. And I was they, like. They told Tip that. No, they told me. Oh, told you they that. told my A&R because they was like, we heard he'd be, he be chilling with Q-Tip. And he was like, yeah. He was like, yo, he could come up here. He got to bring Q-Tip with him. And I was like, damn, nigga. Like, right, right. So Q-Tip, fuck, Q-Tip told me, he was like, yo, like, he said, listen, like, I know what they're gonna do when we get up here. They gonna we gonna do a little interview. Then they gonna try to get me to rhyme. But when as soon as I rhyme, I'm gonna throw it to you and say that joint. You know what I'm saying? Say that joint you said. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, I bet. Is, is that what happened? And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> and then the next day, I become is it goes. You know the equivalent of viral. Everybody's like, who the fuck is that kid? Right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? So that's how it happened. <laughs> and shit. But straight yeah, stretching, stretching Barbito. It turned out they, they they legendary, but at the beginning they was like, "Yeah, nah, we don't know who the fuck that is." Like, yeah, okay, okay. Well, I didn't know that. All right. Yeah, yeah. So, so with that being said, yeah, the show is called Hip Hop Confession. Yes, sir. Oh, and we wow. gonna get into it right now. So I need right. to know, Diamond D. Yeah, from digging in the crates. What right. is your hip hop confession? All right, this is my this is my confession. It ain't nothing major, but okay. it's, something, it's something that a lot of people might not know. Okay. And, um, when De La Soul first came out, the three feet, I, yeah, three feet high and rising. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm right out of high school. I'm a big De La fan. Right. Um, I like the music. You know, they they as a, as an up and coming producer at that point, they show me and the world. That you don't have to just sample James Brown. Right. You know, or you George Clayton. You can dig a Clayton. little deeper. Yeah, or George Clayton. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. These dudes was these dudes are putting they they were sampling schoolhouse rock and Led Zeppelin yeah. on the same fucking record and yeah. making it work. Yes. You know, and uh again, a lot of the joints they were sampling I knew. But they Shout Prince you know, Paul. Yes. But definitely open open my my mind up to what hip hop could, could be. be, you know what I mean. So my confession is, I had never met, I had never met them in person. Mm-hmm. But um, I liked how True Boy had his hair. Okay, you no, know, he had he had like the twist on this side, you With know, the it, was, it was shaved over here. Yeah, like, and when I saw that shit, I said, "Yo, I'm gonna start twisting my hair." <laughs> and sure enough, it, for those who remember Best Kept Secret and Sally Got a One Track Mind, I had I had this you short had twist the, in my head. Yeah, nah, facts. Right. But I only did that because Because <laughs> of Dave. Right. Right. Because of Dave. And 
they don't even notice. So hopefully he'll see this shit. He'll go, yo, all right, that's crazy. But uh, I wow. started growing, I, I started twisting my hair because of True Boy. Wow. You know what I mean? And I, anyway. I definitely remember, like like I told you, those two videos was my yeah. first time, you know what I'm saying, putting a, a face right. to the voice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, that. I definitely remember that. Yeah, you had the little, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the little starter, we call them the starter twist. Right, right, right. You know That's right. But, but he was the first dude that had, like, that fade with the, that, yeah. that I saw. Because everybody right. else was so cane, boxed right. up. Like right, not, not that, not, that's what I, 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 I didn't, I didn't have the high shit like kid, right? Well, but I had the low fade, right? At this time, but uh, like I said, with Daylight, musically and visually, how they presented themselves, um, I definitely started twisting my head because of they. That's crazy, and yeah. and, and it, it goes so much to say, you know, it says so much about visual representation you know what i'm saying yeah. like and so you heard their album and you heard what they did and you hearing what they what they're making work that nobody else is doing so it's like damn these cats is really on some other shit like like you said right. led zeppelin to schoolhouse rock to the fucking right. beatles to the police yeah but then a break beat behind it so right. the fact that you love johnny johnny cash yeah the fact know. that you love that album so much that when yeah. you saw them you were still a a, a fan enough to be like, damn, like, damn, they look, they look ill. You know what I'm right. saying? Just the little small nuances. You also, Daylight made it cool for dudes who ain't have no money to still be cool. Now, what yep. do I mean by that? Black medallions, no yep. gold. Yep. I I didn't have no money for no jewelry back then. Right. But Daylight made made me and a whole lot of other people feel like, yo, you know. We really don't need that shit to be right. dope. I was one of you them know? kids. Yeah. yeah, you know, I I, you know, I I was I was rocking the black medallions and all. I got caught up in that whole little way, mm -hmm. but you know, just just but just you know, even something as subliminal as that, um, just made them special to me. Representation, man, is right. so important, man. Right. That you know, what I'm saying like I I used to tell you know I used to tell my my students in my class like I learned. I learned more from Public Enemy than I ever learned in school Ain't that about something? black history. Anyway, right, right. Yep. you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I would hear Chuck D say say people's names and and then right. this and the third, and I would go look that shit up. And well, I'm, I'm, you know, I was that little kid questioning the teacher, like, "Yo, why are we not talking about this?" You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? KRS and them tell her, like, yeah. "KRS, you must learn." Like, blew my yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Shout out to Big Chris. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. Bronx, Bronx legend as well. That's right. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Damn, yeah. that's crazy. That's a crazy confession, man. Because yeah. shout, shout True Goy, man, a.k.a. Dave from Daylight, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, D, yo, I, I, had, I had the bite off you, a slight bite. <laughs> you know, he he had he had the shit like on one side. Right, just so, on that one side, right. yes. I had my shit like all over. <laughs> right. But you know, it, 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 he was the premise for that, right? Now that's yeah, fire, I mean, man. Yeah, that's dope. All right, so so I right. okay. My confession is okay. real quick. I'm gonna get into it. Then we are gonna talk about your project. All right. Um, for me, and I never told nobody this. I I, I definitely never told nobody this. But so I remember I told you about Clark Kent doing my demos. I I did the the battle. Me and Supernatural, or whatever. Then, then stretching Bobito, 
So then, you know, the, the interest start coming from the labels, right? Right. Tommy Boy checking. Loud was checking. I should have fucking went with Loud, actually. But Loud was checking. Penalty. Um, you know what I'm saying? Big Neil. Yeah, Big Neil. You know what I'm saying? And then, so, uh, Big Beat Atlantic, who I ended up signing with. Mm-hmm. And I remember Wild Pitch wanted me too, right? No doubt. So then, because they had OC. Right. So... So boom. So I take a meeting at Wild Pitch. Me and my manager. My manager was from Brentwood, Long Island at the time. But he lived okay. down, he lived in VA. All so right. we would, you know, that was our thing. Going hopping up and down 95, getting on the turnpike, going to these labels, right. going to New York, trying to get yeah. on. But now niggas is calling, like, yeah, we right. want we want to meet y'all. Yeah. I go to I go to Wild Pitch okay. and search Stu, is there. Stu Fine. Stu Fine and Search. And Search was there, brand new. He had just got OC in the bag. The time uh-huh. shit was popping. Right, and I right. saw the, uh, he was telling me about the uh, the OC logo, like the O and the C. And yeah. I think the catchphrase was, you don't have to hear it to know it's dope. Something right? like that. Yeah, Something yeah. like that. And right, it was right, sign right. language shit. I was like, yeah, well, that's yeah. kind of funny. O and the C. O and the C. O and the C, mm-hmm. right? So I'm in, the, I'm, in the late, I'm in a meeting with Search and my manager. And Search is like, yeah, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I remember you, you know, the white boy third base, you know, product of the environment, stepping to the AM. I remember all right. that shit. He's right. like, yeah, I'm on this executive shit. You know, I did the Nas shit. He's trying yeah. to sell me him this, this, I want you on Wild Pitch. Right. So I'm like, he said something crazy to me, like, yeah, man, like, we got a battle. And I was like, what? Right. He's like, yeah, you know, when I bring MCs in my office, if they real, I... I just want to see if they real. We like we gotta do a quick battle. I was like, shit, throw a beat on. Right. So he throws a beat on. I, I wanted it was somebody's beat. I don't know who it was instrumental. Okay. We going okay. back and forth, just banter, just you know what I'm right. saying, playing around or whatever, laughing and joking. And he, he we finished the little battle. I actually think I got him. Actually. Right. You know what I'm saying, but he says at the end, he says, yeah, man, like we, you know. I really like your style. I think we could work some wonders over here. You dope. I think, you know, if let's do the deal, man. It's going to be a good deal for you. You know what I'm saying? This, that, and third, Stu, Stu is going to sign off on it. And in my mind, in my mind, uh, I'm not even thing, hearing my voice. The first thing that popped into my fucking mind oh, was man. Diamond D from the Low End Theory album saying, You don't want to make a pitch that's wild. And I was like, yeah, man, we, you know, we're going to get back to you, man. My lawyer going to contact your lawyer. As soon as we got outside, I was like, I'm not fucking signing with them niggas. So my <laughs> manager was like, well, you know. Why? Why? And I said, yeah. man, like, yo, it's fucking wild pitch, bro. Like, like I, I've already, I, I haven't met Large Professor yet. I'm going to meet Large Professor later. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But fucking Big B just gave me an R&B budget. Like, Big B gave me money, money. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Wild Pitch was, and I was in my mind, I was just like, so my hip-hop confession was Wild Pitch wanted to sign me. Right. But as soon as I left the meeting, all I could hear was Diamond D's voice in my head from Low End Theory saying, don't do that shit. <laughs> and you know what? It was, it, you know, it was only because of being around Lord Finesse and listening to his grumbling. <laughs> right. You know, it's not, it's not like I knew it's I didn't know Stu find a way Ness knew him. Right, right. You know, um, Stu had never did nothing to me. In fact, right. you know, he, 
no, that was the first time I got paid for producing. Was working was on what? Finesse it. Yeah. No, so that you, was the you fir- got a check from from Wild Pitch. Couple sure. checks. Yeah, but you know, at, you know, during, during the recording of his, of Finesse's first album, there are no grumblings. He's a new artist, <laughs> right? The grumblings didn't start to <laughs> after, after the album died down, right? You know, I, you know, I want my money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I, you know, I guess you know it, it was around that time because the low end theory is like ninety. It came 91. out ninety one. 91, 91 92, 91, it I think. Out, it came out in 92, but they probably were recording in 91. Yeah. So this is right in between Lord Finesse's first and second <laughs> Grumbling. album. Right, yeah, they grumbling, you know what I mean? <laughs> he went from motherfucking Wild Pitch to Giant Records. Right. And Return of the Funky <laughs> Man is on Giant Records. Yes. But, uh, and you know what? About ten years later, I'm on escalator. Who do I see? Stu Fine. Oh shit! And um, he says something like, "You know why? And Why'd you say like, that line?" Yeah, and I was like, "Yo, you know, my man, my man's in the my man's know. going through it." Yeah, yeah, and you know, I should have took care of my man's along the lines. Yeah, right. Know what I mean? And uh. You know that that was it, but uh, yeah, that's that, that's, that's a, a crazy confession wow. you just said, bro. Like, like, bro, because you you your rhyme style in, in that particular verse, you ended on such a conversational word. It didn't even sound like you was rhyming. It sounded like you was talking. It was just like, yeah. yo, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this. Look right. out for this, look out for that, because um, you don't want to make a pitch that's wild. First of all, it's a bar. It's a it's a right. hell of a bar because right. it's a double entendre. Right, you know what I'm right, saying? You don't right. want to throw wild to the base, right. and you don't want to sign with these niggas that did my man dirt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, and you know what? A lot of people knew what I was talking about. Yes, I, like you know, I didn't like break it down or nothing. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? But hey, half listen in in one bar, you said so much. Dang. You know what I'm saying? To so many of us. And you know, that album went up. That fucking yeah. Lowen Theory was everywhere. Yeah, yeah, That no album doubt. went up. A lot of yeah. people heard that line. Yeah, so yeah. So you said so much <laughs> in such a small span right. that you probably never thought it affected half of the people that it did. And, and don't get me wrong, I know it was a lot of people, it, it, you know, they, they knew what you meant, but they might not have ever had a chance to actually sign the Wild Pitch. But right. I just happened to be one of those kids that Wild Pitch wanted to give me a deal. Right. And... Yeah, the great Diamond D in yeah, my, in my you, right ear saying, don't do that shit, Skill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, and, you know, if you weren't in the industry, you might have thought I was just talking about just, you know, Baseball. just yeah, yeah, yeah. throwing some, something to the wind. Yeah. And, and missing your mark. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Nah, man, don't I, I ain't want to do it too dirty, but, I, you know, I had to say something. Oh, to, man. To my man Gripe all day. Right. Yeah, nah, man. That's that's my hip hop confession, man. Like, yeah, that's what's up. Okay, definitely helped me out, and you helped me out of that that situation. So, I, I thank right. you, sir. Yeah, no so doubt. So, listen, speeding speeding forward to today, man. You know, you uh, still you still doing your thing, production wise, rhyme wise. You know, what I'm saying, uh-huh. still one of the greats, and you got a brand new project out called right. Review. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and 
all production by you. No, I did, I, I did. I did. I did the majority of the album. All right. Um, okay. Yeah, but yeah, I peeped it. I peeped some of it, and what right. I noticed is, it's the beats that you're rhyming over are slower. You know what I'm saying? Then your then then your pace from when you know, of course, it's right. 30 years after Stuns Buster Hip Hop, but right. You know what I'm saying? Like I like you in that box though, in that vibe. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No doubt. So so tell us more about the review and who you got on it, man, and um and, and how you came about to even do this project at this time in your life. Well, um, first let me answer the first question. Um, I got my man West Side Gun on the album. Yeah. Um. I got paused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I got paused on there. You know, pause. He don't do too many features. Fact. Daylight. Um, I got my man Dre from Cool and Dre on there. Mm-hmm. Um, a new artist named Ashton Martin. Mm-hmm. Really, no, really, really dope. My man KP. And uh, production wise, um, I got Focus. Focus does a lot of work with Dr. Dre on the West Coast. Yeah, yeah nah, no Focus. Um, Knots. Um, my man Drugs Beats, you know what I mean? Uh, my man Brady Beats and Lynn Funk from out mm-hmm. of VA. Uh, but it was important for me to have the album sound just cohesive. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, it, it kind of sounds like maybe one or two producers did the album. Doesn't sound right. like, doesn't sound like um, I had, you know, five producers, you know. So I produced seven joints. And the other six were made from the you know from the other from the other gentleman that I just named. Right. Um. Yeah. So. Nah, man. Well, it, yeah. it, it's definitely a it's definitely a chill, laid back vibe. And you know what I'm saying. I listen like I told you. I listened to a, a portion of it, and I'm just like, damn, he in a. It, it's like D in a different zone. It's like it's still the punchlines. It's still what I've always all always loved and known right. from you. But it's like. It's like you sound ways you sound so much more comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, back in the day we was fucking doing this shit while we was right, rapping. Right, Niggas right, had that right. breath control. Oh and no, all but that you shit. know what? Nah, I I I got the fast shit. I got the up tempo oh, shit okay. on the B side. Okay. You, okay. you ain't get to that yet. I ain't get to the B side. Nah, yet. nah, nah, nah. I was yeah, I was riding. Was... I, it was crazy. Right. I was riding, I was listening to it, and it was just a chill vibe. And I was like, right. damn, like this nigga really like in his bag, like, and yeah. I, I really love to jump with you and Gun. You know what I'm saying, like, yeah, yeah, faithful. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a hard record, man. Who who did Definitely. that? Did you did that beat? Yeah, I did that beat. That, no, nah, that shit hard. That shit. Yeah, hard. I appreciate that. No. So, so what what made you want to even drop a joint in, in 2023? Like, have you, you know, just been cooking the, or well, sitting on records, or how you how you been feeling about the state of hip hop and what you contribute to it? Well, I knew I was going to do another album of, of me rhyming over the whole album soon because I was coming off the, um, the first two Dime Peace albums, mm-hmm. which I, I was mainly focusing on, on production and just had, you know, MCs that I fucked with do their things. And Talib Kweli's album, Got um, Gotham. Yes. I produced that. But on all of those albums, you know, I might run on like one or two. Mm-hmm. Back. And a lot of fans are like, yo, you know, we we want to hear, you know, a, a whole album with just you. You know what I mean? So Thanks. I said, um, I'm gonna wait to I'm gonna wait till Gotham does what it does. And once Gotham dies down, and then when I saw Talib announced that him and Most Def were were completing the um 
Black Star, Black Star album. I said, okay, boom. It's I, time. I'm jump into my shit. And that's how I started with the with the rear view. I was already working on it, but I, I wasn't really I didn't really jump head in until I was finished with, with the Tyler joint. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now that's so, fire, man. Know. Listen for everybody, everybody under our voices, man, to pull it up now. It's a dope ass album. It's streaming right now on on all your platforms. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Wherever you get music at, it's definitely there, man. Rearview Diamond D, man. Yes, sir. I love it. So so brother. Yeah. Um I just want to say, man, it's it's an honor and a pleasure to have you on the show. Cause like oh. I said, I'm such a fan. You know what Thank I'm saying? You. And 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 to to let you know, just to be able to tell you that it was a pivotal point in my life where something that you said resonated with me so much oh. that I didn't make a decision. Right. You know what I'm saying? A, yeah. a, a life changing decision. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like because shit, we could probably go back and ask finesse like. Yo, if you if you had a choice, would you have went with why? He'd probably be like, fuck no, I can hear the nest now. Fuck right. no, word yeah, up, yeah. hell no. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? But and, you and know that, what, in, in hindsight, it was because of Wild Pitch that a lot of people heard from this. Yeah, yeah, true that. You know, it's just like if you ask KRS-One about B-Boy Records. Yeah. You know, you might hear a few curse words. Right, but, but you can't take away what the bridge is over and what South Bronx did. Uh, there, there you go, Skin. I ain't got like you already know. Listen, man, you <laughs> from the Mecca, man. You already know what it is. Yes, well, sir. Listen, brother, it was it was so dope to have you on the show. Yeah, you know thanks for saying? having me, man. Any anytime you want to pull up, man, you know you always welcome. It no is doubt. what it is. Like like I said, always a fan, man, and and yeah. uh, and always will be. You know what I'm saying? All right. Nothing but love and respect for you on this side. Let no. let the people know where they can follow you at. What your socials is. If yeah. they under the sounds of our voices, where they can follow you and check out what you're doing and what you uh, got uh, yeah, going uh, on. Um, you know, for the older heads and females, <laughs> Facebook of the Diamond D. <laughs> you know, uh, gotta have that right. You know, uh, for the youngins, you know, Instagram D I T C uh, Diamond D I T C one word Diamond D I T C. Um, the same with Twitter Diamond D I T C. Jump on there, you can follow me. You know, you, you you see all my events I got coming up, new music I'm working on, things of that nature. Um, and that's about it. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, thank you all for right. coming, bro. We love you. Thank you, much, man. Much success to you and all you got going on. We appreciate you pulling up. You already know. No doubt, skills. All right, fam. And ladies and gentlemen, this has been Hip Hop Confessions because everybody got one. Here's a little story that must be told. And it goes a little something like this. this, this, this.